All right, everybody, welcome back to Better's Last Stand, episode two. Guys, it was a crazy weekend. Uh, I got Mark and Luke with me, and I'm Matt. And I guess if we had John, we'd have all four Gospels covered, but oh, I never really thought about I that. I didn't think about that either. We, anybody named John that wants to participate, please reach out. We might <laughs> have to get John the Greek Chocolate. There you go, Johnny Chalk. Yeah, contact at the Pine Room Podcast. Dot com. Uh, guys, crazy weekend. Lots of interesting stuff in the betting world. Uh, crazy, literally some bad beats. Some uh, winners that you had as a winner, and they turned out to be a loser. And uh, just, you know, typical typical weekend in sports. Uh, not not jam-packed with stuff, but uh, the things that did happen over the weekend were pretty crazy. So what were your th- opening thoughts about this past weekend, well, if any? Yeah, I mean, I was on I was on both sides of the bad beats. I'm, I'm going to talk about those here in here in, here in a little bit. Um, but I thought our first show went well. We've gotten uh, a lot of good response. I hope uh, a lot of folks are starting to tune in, and uh, hopefully, once again, we can uh, maybe guide you to to help a little bit get, when you get ready for the weekends. But as Matt said, uh, not a whole lot going on in the sporting world right now. There's always something going on, right. but here in about four weeks. Things are really going to crank up once we get into uh, college football, which is um, four weeks away from this coming Saturday, and then pro football, which is about six weeks away from this coming Sunday, and then things really heat up as baseball starts to really go, and then you're yep. starting to talk hockey and yep. basketball. So, you know, it is a little lull now, but still, yeah. when, you're, when you're gambling, you yeah. always can it, find things. It depends on how hard you look, is what I like to tell people, because there's stuff out there. You know, there's Canadian football, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes. There was a crazy finish in one of those games the other night, and obviously NASCAR yeah. and golf, which the golf field wasn't very good this weekend, but I had still, a, still I had provided a, a, a lot of excitement and some misery for you, Yeah, Coach. I had a bad beat, which I'm going to talk about here shortly. Luke, you have any thoughts from the weekend? Anything crazy stick out? Um, like I said, just the uh, Blue Jays game. Jeez, uh, <laughs> yeah. The Pirates uh, disappointed. I gave some Pirates picks out to people, but um, they lost two out of three. But uh, yeah, they uh, kind of let that one yesterday get away. Yeah, probably should have won that game. But uh, Coach benefited from that one. Yep. He usually, he usually starts the Sunday off miserable every week. The Pirates will eke out a win every Sunday. It seems like it's yeah, crazy. and and the um, the total now on the Pirates. I I played them as a future bet under sixty five and a half wins. The future bet now is uh, sixty six. Yeah, after two losing two, it was all the way up to seventy. Yeah, yeah, it got pretty high, but yeah, after come that, back to having a chance now. Yeah, and and I, I look at them now as going to struggle a little bit. Well, I, yeah, and then they got another week. When's the trade deadlines? The first of August or thirtieth of July, whatever it yeah. is, is coming up here. Any yeah, day. they just traded uh, Vogelbosch, yeah. uh, <laughs> Quintana, who's yeah. been our best starter, is looking to go. Going to be a fire sale here. For all a lot Quintana's of teams. The, the talk of Quintana going now. Yeah, yeah he's going to go for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and Bednar, yeah. uh, Bednar. To the Yankees is looking good right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Just give every guy they add to the Yankees. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't get it. The Pirates and people keep rooting for them. I know you're, you're diehard Pirate fans. Will never give up on them. But it's just very, very difficult to root for them when you know these things are going to continue to happen yeah. over and over and over. And Endless it, cycle. It, it never an, really stops. Yes. So anyway, but uh, yeah, fun weekend again. Uh, I had a couple of um, tough beats. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that golf one was really bad. Yeah, tell, and, tell them about that yeah, one. Yeah, and golf, I, I you know, I, I play a lot of golf matchups, uh, one-on-one head-to-head matchups, which I, I really enjoy. Because the fun thing about golf matchups, if you play a whole tournament, it's four days, and things right. can, things are a roller coaster. One one day the guy's shooting well, next day he's struggling a little bit. Depends on a lot of, lot of weather issues, too, in golf, which right. affect the uh, – 
the outcome, obviously. But I had uh, I had Maverick McNeely uh, over ha- Adam Hadwin, and Hadwin actually started out well on day one, and then uh, he he really struggled. And McNeely played well on days two and three, and part of day four, and, and actually had taken control of that matchup for me, and actually was up four strokes on the last day, four strokes. And McNeely was playing fairly well, and Hadwin was just in the clubhouse, and he he was up four strokes on seventeen. Now I I obviously we talked about uh, the uh, kiss of death and never saying it's a sure winner. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know odds are if he pars out even bogeys, I'm going to win. Right. He takes a he takes a bogey on seventeenth, so I'm still three strokes up, and going into a par five. You know, a par five is usually <laughs> nowadays these guys they don't birdie a par five. It's yeah. like a it is a bad hole for him. Yeah, and he he takes a nine on the very last hole of the of the it's whole impossible. event. He took a nine, a quadruple bogey on 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 eighteen, <laughs> uh, yeah, on eighteen, and took a nine. And I lost by two strokes. Right. That's really almost impossible. Yeah, that's it's unbelievable. So that was that. That was one that didn't work out well for me. And you could have never had it, the other side where oh, you had Adam Hadwin. Never, never. <laughs> and, and he's already in a clubhouse, right. and I would have had an L next to that right. one. So that one hurt. And then uh, the the baseball game yesterday, the Braves and the Mets, uh, or I'm sorry, the Padres and the Mets. Uh, I I love the matchup, Musgrove against Carrasco. Yep. That total was seven and a half. Uh, I cruising, you're cruising, and and you meant you said it earlier. See, that's the factor that you you got to really consider when you play these yeah. totals is is the bullpen. Yeah, absolutely. And and it was it was nothing nothing through five, right. just and, cruising along. And ironically, actually, the Padres have a pretty what people consider to be a very strong bullpen. Yeah, and, and, and the it, Mets are have been better this year. And it's through one 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 nothing through five and a half. <laughs> yeah. Then the Mets get five in the yeah. bottom of the, the the fifth or bottom of the sixth and three in the bottom of the seventh and that was the end of that uh, over. It kind of kind of makes you more inclined to consider. I, I know I have started to is uh, betting the first fives. The oh others. yeah, yeah. Because you take the bullpen out of it, it really does help a lot. Uh, it's not a guarantee, obviously, but people out there, if you don't know what that is, first half lines in baseball is your first five complete innings. So you'll see, like in the game the coach was just talking about there, a seven and a half total, the first five likely would be three and a half, four, yeah, somewhere in there. Was. And, uh, you know, if he had that way, he would have had a winner. But, you know, it's it's hard. It's Musgrove. There's no perfect way to do it. So it's, yeah. Musgrove was cruising through. It looked yeah. like he could have won yeah. like seven or eight good innings. Yeah, and they always they take him out it, of the it, fifth. It, and it's, then, it's and, crazy. I heard Leo Mazzoni on a, the, the old pitching coach for the Braves the other day on a radio show just going off about these about these guys getting taken out of the game, and it's he, he said it's just it. No wonder none of these young pitchers ever develop, and and on you know especially in certain certain systems or certain with certain clubs. But uh, just he said the most the best experience these guys can get is working out of jams, and soon as they don't even, it's not even a rally. Like you get a guy on first base, yeah. it's like, oh you got to take him out. Right, Here we right. go. <laughs> I, it, it's, I, I don't really, and I know the analytics, and and, and, uh-huh. and again I I, I realize that that has got to be part of the game, but you're you're. You're you're taking out the managing. You're taking out yeah. all the years and years and years of people playing baseball uh, the correct way, and you're going with numbers. If you just use analytics, I don't. And coach, you being an, an old successful baseball coach, it, it basically anybody could manage your team. Then, if you're right. going to be by the book and you do it the same every time, every every single club does the same thing. It could be. I mean, a champ could sit there and say, "Okay, this book it says to do this here. I got to do it here." That's all they would do. And yeah. it's it's just, it's sad actually, but yeah, it's, it's all numbers. It's all numbers. But Luke, you were, we were talking off the set before we started about your weekend, and and another thing, folks, that you can bet in baseball also is uh, uh, 
a scoreless first inning. And you would think that that's pretty simple, that most teams don't. It used don't, to be. Maybe. Impossible. Yeah, it's most teams don't score. I'm telling you, Luke, what, what happened to you? Well, I gave, I gave them out, and then I had the uh, Rockies, and uh, who did they play? I forget who they played, but uh, the Rockies were playing the Brewers, if I'm yes, if I remember yes, correctly. and uh, we we got it out the first like first half inning, and then uh, of course Kristen Yelich leads off with a triple <laughs> right. at the bottom of the first, yeah. and that was in Milwaukee too. So you figure you might have a shot. They usually play pretty low scoring games in that in that uh, park. Yeah, so. I mean, why not a double? I mean, you got right, right. right. you a shot. Triple, you're yeah. pretty no, much yeah. done. You're, yeah. yeah, unless you're the Pirates and they can't get a guy in with nobody out <laughs> on third. But yeah, no, baseball is is just so frustrating and there's so many ways you can you can lose and uh you you like coach said you're cruising along you you probably have the right side you you identified an under you're you're looking good and then here comes some jackass out of the bullpen and he can't <laughs> he can't get anybody out and uh you know it's it it's really it's perplexing it's frustrating and uh but the good news for you guys this football's around the quarter and uh your misery can be focused on another sport here before well, too long and, but i was on the good side of uh of and you wanted to talk about oh, yeah. that me you want to hit on that uh yeah. on the nascar i do a lot of uh nascar you play more uh top five top 10 finishes and and long shot winners yeah i i like the matchups and i, I don't know i just sure. like matchups no, like I, pl- I know you play matchups too, but I play I play a lot of matchups. I was actually two and zero yesterday in matchups. Were you? Yeah, those two that I gave on the Pine Room picks on our uh, Instagrams that Jub puts out that awesome graphic. And uh, thanks again to Jub, he's been working his butt off this entire week. He's sitting back here right now filming us uh, behind the glass. Jub, say hi to all these viewers who love you. Hi at home. everybody. Yeah, so he's he's always working. So even when you see just the three of us here. Uh, he, he's he's hard at work uh, behind the scenes, so he'll be back hosting uh, the show uh, tomorrow. So you guys can uh, listen up for that. But uh, back to what you were saying there, coach, about your NASCAR matchups and how that has turned out for you. Yeah, I mean, before we hit that, I know Jubs. Uh, he's an MMA guy. He 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 follows the MMA, so he he'll be uh, he'll be getting in his groove here with the MMA. You getting pumped for that? Yeah, job? I lost a uh, bet this weekend. Guy blew his knee out. And, <laughs> I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I saw that. That was great. Yeah, so anyway, back to the NASCAR. Once again, I bet matchup. So it's obviously a matchup is who finishes higher um, in the race. It has nothing to do with the um, the stages. It's just the final the final results. And and we found out yesterday the final results sometimes aren't the final results. <laughs> no. And for anybody that might not have watched it or doesn't follow NASCAR, um, um, Denny Hamlin was declared the winner. And Kyle Busch was ran second, and Chase Elliott finished third. Now let Matt expand on this a little bit. But what I had, I had Elliott uh, to beat um, Denny Hamlin in a matchup, and I had him also to beat Kyle Busch. So I had those marked as a loser because hell, uh, Hamlin already took his uh, victory lap oh, yeah. with his daughter in the car, yep. and um, yep. he said a lot of people were on their way home. And Chase Elliott thought he took third in the race, but um, you know the post race uh, inspection found fault with not only Denny Hamlin, but Kyle Busch. Yeah. So both of those guys uh, were obviously uh, penalized heavily. I mean, the, yeah. the, the true dropped penalty the has last. not yeah. come out yet, but uh, they, they dropped to last, next to last and last, and yep. Elliott was declared the winner. So at my book, which Matt's going to talk about here in just a second, uh, I ended up with a winner because Elliott obviously then defeated Hamlin, and Elliott... De- 
defeated Cal Bush. So if you were on the other side, that's a bad yeah, that beat. Hurts. I, I was right. on the right side incredibly. Right. So it came full circle. Maverick McNeely a few hours earlier destroyed your day. Uh, the the yeah. Marlins come back for you, and then you got that a little bit of luck there with the uh, NASCAR late, and then that crazy ending to the CFL game that we yeah. actually were in good shape. But the posted number for those of you who didn't see that. Uh, the Toronto and Saskatchewan game, which I had given out on one of my Pine Room picks as an over 46.5. I had bet it at 45.5, and, and Coach, you got it at what, 43.5? Yeah, half? I got a 43. Yeah, and so half. it kept going down because uh, the uh, Saskatchewan had a bunch of guys on COVID list and they didn't know who was going to be available. So they moved the game to Sunday from Saturday. Uh, most of the guys still played, so that but people bet those uh, totals under. And uh, you've mentioned this before, Coach. Whenever, whenever it looks too good to be oh. true, guys are out, and you hear, and the and number that, starts tanking downward, and then there you go, the game makes it over. Now it wasn't easy, but we got yeah. it over with about forty three seconds left, and then the guy actually fumbled the kickoff for uh, Saskatchewan, and Toronto ran it in to actually win the game by ten and actually cover all the. The overs, the early posted over in the the uh, the right before the game, uh, the final the final number of forty three and a half. So um, that's just another lesson. You you, you never yeah. can count them in. I mean, it's just it's, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Between, it, it's t- truly amazing. Between that and the, and the NASCAR, and just back to that. Uh, so people at home who are listening or watching this, you may not understand this or, or be aware of it, and a lot of people aren't. It's one of the most common things that we get asked about, or people have a misconception that the rules are always the same at every book and they're absolutely not so i urge you whatever app you bet on or if you're betting in person or if you wherever you're at check your house rules find out how your sports pay out during situations like that nascar uh where i work ours states clearly in there that it's the results after the hour after the post-race inspection so you have one hour they do the inspection and there's one hour so at the end of that hour once that's post-race inspection results are declared official then we go with the winner of that so in our case yesterday and champ was a beneficiary of it he had a chase elliott ticking in his pocket and he ended up he thought it was going to be a loser and he ended up uh, cashing out today and uh, put some money in his pocket so you and i know plenty of books out there that still paid denny hamlin so, and like Coach said, he he was fortunate that his uh, was following the post-race inspection guidelines, and that's something that NASCAR is really cracking down on. It. He'd be anxious to see how these guys, if they get their crew chief suspended and things like that, because it sounds like it was a pretty severe infraction. And I read this morning, first time since 1960, a guy got his win taken away wow. for disqualification. Wow. And and all it was, I guess, was they had some kind of. I don't know if it was, I don't know what, they said a substance. There was a substance where it shouldn't have been on both cars. And for those of you who don't follow NASCAR, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin are teammates. They both race for the old ball coach, Joe Gibbs, old Redskins coach. He owns a race team. They're a really good team. And those guys both, so something was out on them. They, they were trying to get something by it. Looked like I don't really know enough about, but those new cars are trying to make them even. And uh, it's actually made for a pretty interesting season. But yeah, so. Pay attention to your house rules uh, in every sport because there's always different things. Uh, golf, uh, NASCAR, tennis, you got so many different things about people withdrawing. Uh, coach knows that every week in golf, you know, the big difference between a guy that starts, tees off, and withdraws or a guy that pulls out right yep. before. So there's always things out there you should be checking on. Uh, don't ever assume. If you, if you have questions about it or you can't find house rules, I mean, we'll be happy to help you out. Email the show, contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Uh, we can try to help you anyway if you're if you're 
got questions about anything like that, we'll be we'll be happy to help. Yeah, just to uh, clarify on that NASCAR thing, uh, it said Cup Series Managing Director Brad Morin told reporters, including Fox Bob Pocris, uh, that there was an extra material on the front fascia on the cars, right. which affected the aerodynamics of the car that it warranted disqualification. Huh. Okay. Uh, so that just didn't happen to appear. <laughs> on both cars. Yeah, yeah. that didn't happen yeah. to appear. So That's... somebody... Somebody got caught, and somebody's uh, going to pay the price. So because they're yep. not, they're not going to let that go away easily, so <laughs> that that doesn't happen again. But but that's uh, again, again another fun fun weekend of of stories, and every weekend has its own set of stories about how how betting you know changes, how the ups and downs of betting, the things that happen, even when it events over. So yeah. pay attention till the end. Don't ever don't ever write a W by your by your uh, game or an L by your game until it's Never. officially over. Because Never. I've scratched out a couple of W's and put an L beside it incredibly. Uh, uh, and, and very rarely the other way. But <laughs> Don't throw your tickets away either. Yeah, if, you, if you're not betting on an app, keep them. Keep them until you're absolutely certain. Keep them for an extra day or so. You just never know. Uh, I've seen guys come into, into line Try to cash a ticket that was that they thought was a winner that they quit paying attention to that turned out to be a loser and I've seen guys throw away winners time and time again and have to file for lost ticket claims so <laughs> hang on to your tickets you never never know so yeah and we um we talked uh, last week uh, just some some betting lingo and I think uh, for the average better or the people that are tuning in that really don't know much about betting that might want to bet a little bit I, I just I, and we're not trying to we're not trying to you know, get too deep into gambling, but just try to give you an overall, you know, um, just a, a, an overall idea of of some of the basics of, of gambling to keep it fun and so that you're knowledgeable on what you're doing. And we, you know, we hit on a few last week, like bad beats and the juice and point spread and totals overs, over-unders. And we maybe just a few, Matt, we could hit on just, uh, uh, yeah. again, some basics. I, I think one that is a very common play that i i think is a big misconception that people think it's very easy is a teaser and they call it a teaser because it teases teases you because you you think man if i can get an extra six points in football or or i can get a you know um uh, an extra you can even buy up to 12 points there's there's uh there's pleaser teasers they're everywhere now you're seeing them across the people keep adding yeah, and you get basketball if you can get an extra four points. Right. I mean, people think that's easy, you know, to pick a, a four-team teaser. And, and and a lot of times, honestly, the, the teaser uh, points don't even factor in. You no, know, they, no. they don't. Number it's, one rule, um, this is across bookmakers across the world will tell you this, don't ever tease a basketball game. No. It, it will, it's just not going to help you. You're, you're actually – taking a chance of of winning less because you're you're taking points like coach just said that don't ever really matter football there's a good case to be made you can make put together a strong uh two or three team teaser card that you think is is pretty strong uh i you know like he said it's it's not it's not something that's gonna uh definitely turn out to be winners i mean you're you're paying what you're doing in a teaser is you're if the spread if the team you like is uh minus six you can tease that team down you can tease usually uh six six and a half seven um some places you'll have six and a half seven seven and a half uh for football games three team teasers at some books you'll be able to tease 10 points and then mark just mentioned those 12 and 13 point sweetheart uh teasers that they have at, at a lot of places now that are popping up uh you're basically changing your line you're you're saying okay i was minus six i'm gonna tease it down to pick 
And uh, there, there's a lot of rules about teasers. I'm not going to get into it, but that's the general thing. you got to have at least two teams on a teaser. So you, you would be adjusting the same amount of points for each of those two-point spreads. You can also tease totals. Uh, you Obviously, you can't tease in hockey or baseball, but you can do it in pro football, college football, pro basketball, college basketball, and those, those are the most popular forms of teasers. And when you're constructing a teaser, uh, most people will tell you when you're doing football, you shouldn't, you shouldn't tease through the number zero, which is a mistake because you're kind of wasting a number, uh, especially in games where you can end in ties and things like that. Another thing that people have done that just makes no sense to me, teasing teams down to yeah. <laughs> plus and minus half points in college football where right, you can't right. have a tie. Right. So it, it, you're paying for a number that doesn't matter. So when you're doing teasers, uh, pay attention Build your card before you, you submit your bet. Check it out. Um, again, if you guys have questions, anybody that's not sure how they work, please email the show. Be happy to talk more about them. We can talk more extensively. But uh, teasers something that I don't do a whole lot of. Every once yeah. in a while in the NFL, I'll see maybe three teams that I really, really like, and I'll put them together. Luke, do you give out many teasers in your recommendations? Uh, no, but I think people do it. Now, your dad likes playing those, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he loves the sweetheart. Yeah, sweet, <laughs> sweetheart. Well, you think, he how was, many of those does he cash? Because no, he's he, getting 13 extra points, yeah. and it still can't somehow yeah, come. Yeah, he was hot there for a while, and then it just went completely cold. Because the, the the part that's dumb is the people that do NBA. Because oh, a team can be up by 20 and half, and they can get beat by 30 in the yeah, second you half. Know, you don't want to mess with yeah. that. You definitely don't want to do that stuff. And, and, and a perfect example, uh, just we haven't really said, but I, I'll give you one. Uh, West Virginia is getting six and a half it might have moved to seven at some uh, some books. Yeah, uh, sevens. Yep. So if you if you take West Virginia on a teaser, you'll be getting thirteen points if you're getting right. seven. And you're talking about that first game against Pitt. Right? Correct. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Pitt. And then if you take Pitt on a teaser, then you would tease Pitt uh, Pitt down to minus one. Right. So so that's that's the the tease that they get you. So they're saying Pitt's only got to win by two points to cover instead of having to win by eight points right. to cover. So that's how they get you, and then you can tease it both ways. Also, you can tease, you can tease, tease up and down. Try to hit in the middle. Tease up and down, and yeah. you always got to have a second team too. So keep that in mind. You you can't just tease a single Correct. game. Now, now I will say nowadays with the way that the offerings have changed so much in the industry, uh, you basically can do one team tease. You can basically pick your spread on pretty much most apps if you want to give less, take more points. However you want to do it, uh, alternate spreads have become huge, and you can kind of build teasers. Uh, your own hybrid type teasers that I would call them, so where you can have a team. So you could say, all right, I want like Mark said, you tease in West Virginia up to thirteen or whatever you're you're getting your number at. But you could actually go higher than that. You can tease them to ten, even though that's technically not a teaser. So if you're going to a sports book, don't ask for that. You're going to want to call that an alternate point spread, and you can pair those up with different kind of bets, money yeah. lines, and other types of things. Uh, and, and you actually don't even have to put them with anything else. You can do them solo. So it's it's always. Uh, interesting to see how many different books continue to add the alternate point spreads as they're becoming huge but uh yeah teasers an option for people out there if you're not sure about somebody if you're not sure about uh the team if you really like them or you'd like to have a few more points you know experiment a little bit with it. and like i said if you guys have questions please email the show we'll be happy to talk about it um another thing i thought was an important um mention for people and you'll hear us talk about it is, is hedging and most of the time you're you're looking at hedging and you have opportunities at hedging now that you never had before with live betting. So if you're if you're gonna hedge, you're basically kinda getting off a position that you had before the game. So if you have a team that's uh laying seven points and you 
see in game that things are going to where you're thinking you're in pretty good shape there, uh, or you're the other side, you're you're in bad shape. Uh, you can hedge, you can get out of position. You you can say, well, I'm going to try to hit this in between of the number that I originally played it at, and then where it is now on the live spread. So you're and you also have the opportunity to play the other team there right. too. So you're looking at you have so many different hedging opportunities, and you have we can get more into those uh, definitely in, in in futures hedging too when you're down to. You bet a team to make the final four, and you got and there's so many teams left in there that are it's down to now. And then you can say, all right, well, I got Alabama to make the playoff. I'm going to play this team too, and then you kind of increase your chances of of getting getting a winner. So there's lots of different hedging opportunities out there. Um, I don't know, Coach. Do you do a lot of that? I mean, there's a lot of people who don't believe in it. Well, but. I no, I don't hedge. But the, the one that I see, like some of the guys in our group that play parlays, two, three, four game par team parlays yes. you know if they get the first three in yes. and and are sitting in a pretty good position and you hedged and play your uh play your last team uh that that is that is going to help you win the parlay yes. if you play if you bet against them and you can get the same line right then you can't lose money yeah, yeah. You, you should try to lock in a profit and that's a great point that's that's yeah. definitely one that, that comes into play a lot people are play a ton of parlays it's the most popular thing going right now and if you get to a position where you're able to win some money um Take a look at the other side uh, yeah. of your of your parlay. I mean, you you have that opportunity that you never used to have. You were kind of just stuck with it, and if you won, you won. If you lost, you lost. So take a look. I I think personally, I think hedging is a good thing. Uh, it depends on what you're what you're trying to do and how much you can win. Obviously, if you're going to win ten dollars, you may not want to do it. But if you got several hundred on the line, uh, you know that it, it makes yes. a lot of sense to yes. to try to lock a profit in. Yes, absolutely. But some guys get greedy and and don't hedge, and and then yes. they end up saying, "Why in the hell didn't I hedge? I could have I could yeah. have broke even or made even a little bit of money." There but, was there was a guy a couple of years ago. Um, if you remember when the Blues won the Stanley Cup, he was from St. Louis, and he bet I don't even remember if it was a thousand bucks or whatever it was, but he was going to win like life changing money. And the whole time, people were like, "Listen, you're you're lined up to win like 125 thousand or something like that, C- crazy amount of money." And people were having him interviewed on shows and saying, "Like, are you going to hedge?" Like when it was down to like four teams left in the Stanley Cup, and he had the big ticket. Like, start throwing some money on these other teams, plus money to win the, these series. He was not doing it. He, he wouldn't, wouldn't do, do it. it the whole time, and he ended up lucking out. That's now I would have advised oh. against it. I would have been hammered. I'd have figured out a way to come up with ten thousand oh, dollars to bet on the Bruins or something. Because like, yeah. then you're locked in. You're going to walk away with money in your pocket. I think he could have probably found out a way to get probably another fifty thousand dollars that he would have at the least had. And then if the Blues yes. win, so anyway, uh, hedging is definitely a, a, a big uh, topic for discussion, and we'll talk more about it on the yeah. show. But I think. Uh, and- and okay. uh, and Jared has just uh, walked in the house, and Jared's a Jared is a total better, but he does not like to play unders. He's a total over better because he said they get it, they, he has to wish away the game when when they, when you bet an under. He, he says he says your bet's always alive, always alive if you have the over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've talked you into a few, and they 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 always don't. turn out well. Yeah. They, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk. What are we talking today, Matt? Yeah, we got we to... got big time. Everybody will be interested to hear what we think about the Mountaineers. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Luke's analysis on the Mounties and the Big Twelve. And then uh, we're gonna talk about the really really difficult AFC West, uh, which features probably the four best teams in one division in the entire NFL. Yes. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with the Big Twelve. Uh, you are listening to Better's Last Stand. Hey, 
This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand, Episode 2. Uh, before we talk about the Big 12, uh, we're going to review our plays from last week. Uh, some of you already texted us, emailed us, let us know that you you got you jumped on some of our plays from last week, uh, just highlighting... I had uh, I liked Oregon State in the Pac-12 to go over their win total. So go out there and try to find it. Try to find five and a half. Try to if you had to get a six, uh, try to stay away from the six and a half if you can. If you can, if you if you feel really good about it, go ahead and bet it. I, I do like them quite a bit. Uh, Luke, you gave out what Stanford last Stanford, week. Stanford, I love Stanford over Stanford four over four and a half. And, and coach, you liked uh, the Bruins, right? Yeah, and if you can get the Bruins at eight, right. that would that'd be really good. I'd really really like it at eight. But eight and a half, I'm still confident. But that's, you know, obviously they put those numbers there for a reason. And, <laughs> yeah. and it'll probably come down to the end. But anyway, right. that was uh, so that we're, we're going to give out our best uh, our best pick in each conference uh, each week. So those were our Pac-12. Yeah. Now I'm going to put together uh, a sheet that we'll eventually start posting on social media when we start tracking these things uh, that you can follow along at home and see uh, what we recommended in uh, – how we're doing some of those uh, bets like that you know they're not going to be finished until you know late winter but uh uh we you know once we get rolling here we may be giving out stuff that's that'll happen a little bit sooner and i know a lot of people don't like to tie their money up in, into those types long season bets uh so i'd say part of your bankroll take take a few of the, the maybe the two or three best ones that you like uh football or college or pro and and bet those you know i I wouldn't recommend tying up every dime you have in it because then you don't have anything to sit here and lose on a Saturday or Sunday here in the Pine Room like we do. But, uh, yeah, so uh, good luck to everybody. Uh, You can obviously go back and check out the uh, last show, and we're going to get the spreadsheets and some graphics each week. Uh, Again, uh, thanks to Job. He does a great job. Jarrett does awesome on social media putting our stuff up. So uh, we're happy about that, and we'll continue to – grow the show hopefully and uh hopefully we can provide a few winners for people uh so anyway you'll have fun so and uh is the logo up somewhere our betters last stand can people oh that's on uh that's on the episode right right and that will be coming out on a did you mention that matt will be coming yeah. out on a t-shirt yeah so we we have our uh, our pine room store and it's uh what is it job the pine room shop.com correct okay i thought i got that right but i want to be sure uh pine room shop the pine room shop.com you can check out all of our uh t-shirts coach has one on right now i got a hat uh, on yeah got good, the hat good on. looking pine room stuff uh better's last stand's gonna have their stuff on there here uh i think today so uh when you watch this or listen next time check out our store if you haven't got anything yet uh come check us out uh we got a Big show uh, down at River City on Friday. The Pine Room Podcast guys, all of us will be down there for a live uh, Italian festival post-game show, I guess, so to speak, uh, 7.30 to 9. So come check us out there. Get your Pine Room gear. Uh, come out, drink, eat, have fun with us down there. But uh, I think that covers about everything right now before we get into the Big 12. Uh, so, all right, let's go to the Big 12. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley going out west. Uh, a little bit of a shakeup there, so that, that makes things different. The perennial power. Uh, most places still have Oklahoma as the betting favorite, probably around 2-1 to one or a little bit less most of the places, probably around 160, 170 to win the Big 12. 
Uh, what are you guys opening thoughts about Oklahoma? Well, I'm, you know, looking there, they're going to be favored in probably every one of their games. Uh, so I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not sold on them over nine and a half wins, uh, even though I think they're going to be very good. But uh, looking at their schedule, I mean, you know they they've got they've got some tough games in the Big right. Twelve. But I I don't know. I mean, they got Texas. That's the Red River Shootout, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Um, at Nebraska, that's not going to be easy for them. Uh, that's the third week. Yeah. Third Scott week. Frost, major hot seat right yes, now. He yes. needs a big uh, signature win, or he's he's going to be gone here real quick. Yes, they have to go to Iowa State. That won't be easy. Um, they they go to come to our beloved Mountaineers, which I don't know. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about the Mountaineers uh, here shortly. And you know they got to play Oklahoma State. So I'm not sold on them over nine and a half. I'm staying away from that total. I, I just I'm not sold on Oklahoma. And yeah. not not necessarily because Lincoln Riley. Obviously, that is a big right. blow. but they get a, they get a quality guy, Venables from Clemson. Right. I mean, he's one of the best D right. coordinators in the country. I'm a huge fan of him. He's I am really too, good. Luke. I think I think eventually they'll they'll be pretty steady. I, I would see them a better uh, both sides of the ball than they were with Lincoln Riley eventually. Don't you? I agree. Yes. Yeah. I I I went through Oklahoma's schedule a couple of times, and I was like, well. I came up with nine wins the first time and ten the second, so I, that told me to stay away. Yes. Uh, Luke, what do you think about the uh, nine-and-a-half posted uh, win total for the Sooners? Um, I like them over, actually. I'm a huge fan of Venables, like I said. I right. like the Dylan Gabriel-Marvin Mims connection. Yes. Coming back, it'll be yes. one of the best uh, duos in the uh, yeah. country. And, and Dylan uh, Gabriel comes from U- UCF, right? Yeah, UCF. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they got a good defense. Like uh, it says, Nick Bonito in the transfer portal, one of the top edge rushers. Right. Um, they, that defense, and he's he's a defensive of mine, so he's going to get that defense ready. And then if they, they've always been an offensive team, so if they can put those two together, I think right. they can get that nine and a half easy. I, I agree with you. I, if I had to play something with them, I would play them over definitely. I would not play them under. Um, even though you go through the schedule and you're saying, okay, they got tech. Basically, it'll come down to the games coach mentioned there: like Texas, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and you know maybe West Virginia. I, yeah. Probably not going to have enough yeah. for him, but you never know. You, you just right. don't know what kind of momentum West Virginia will have at that point. And that's a really late in the season game. So O line struggles worries me though a little bit. With that. yeah, no, I, I, I you just don't know. You got new guys coming in. This portal's just absolutely crazy. And I saw not to get off topic, but I saw that the NCAA now they're letting these guys doing two and three different time transfer. I mean, it's nuts. It's it's going to get even worse before it gets better there. So um, I guess. Across the board, uh, Luke likes Oklahoma. I would lean towards staying away from it, but if I had to play it over, and I think Coach is going to sit it out too. Yeah. Uh, the next team we're going to talk about is uh, Baylor. Uh, I, I am a big fan of Baylor. Uh, I thought their program was very good last year. I saw some good signs uh, from them late in the season. I'm impressed with their with their coach. Um, I, I, I have nothing but good to say about Baylor. I'm not sure they'll be able to get their, – their win total right now I saw is 7.5. If you can jump on 7.5 – I think they get the eight wins. I don't want to say for sure, but I'd say I'd say they have a strong chance. Uh, they're well coached. They got good players on both sides of the ball. Um, I, I I think Baylor's a pretty good play. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm I'm that's another one I'm staying away from because I went through their schedule several times right. and I'm I'm the same as you. I come up with eight wins. I come up with nine right. wins. So I, I I'm staying away from them as far as the total. But I think their offensive line and defensive line are very good. Right. Um, so and defensively, I think they'll be very good. I, I don't, I don't see them playing in a lot of high. Remember right. the days of Baylor playing in? Yeah, um, not, not anymore. Big high scoring games. I, I look at those. Their totals will probably be in the you know the mid forties, right? Uh, the high forties. So I, I think they'll play some low scoring games just because defensively, I think they'll be very good. 
and offensively, I don't think they'll be as explosive as obviously they were right. in years and, past. And they, if you people at home who were watching, if you remember that Baylor, um, Luke, do you remember who they played in the Sugar Bowl last year? They played a team they were an underdog. Uh, um, uh, Someone. And uh, oh no, it's Ole Miss. Yes, yeah, because the quarterback Rattles. Corral got hurt. Yeah, that's but right. I, I loved Baylor in that game, and it ended up working out for me because it was an even easier win. But you know, they're a ball control, uh, yes. like you said, coach, do- dominate the line of scrimmage type team. Um, they're not they're not flashy, but they do the right things. They're good on special teams. They they don't make a lot of mistakes. So I, I'm a big Baylor supporter this year. Luke, what do you think? I like them. Uh, I like them over. I like the over seven and a half. They're fundamentally sound, which I right. think wins football games, in my opinion. Um, like Mark said, they they got a good. Uh, line o-line uh blake Chapin. yep uh he's he's a decent quarterback yeah. i think he can get the job done and uh they're like they're hitting the recruiting trails hard right now they're doing really well with uh david uh their coach and uh yeah i like i like them over a lot and i actually could see them winning the uh, big 12 again yeah no i'm with you I, I thought that uh that game against uh our uh our friend of the show savion's uh, oklahoma state cowboys last year in that big 12 championship game was it's an incredible football game. Yes. Uh, it just it's sad to actually see anybody lose that game because both those teams played their asses off, and it was really that was a game that I one of the games last year that I remember um, just truly enjoying just uh, as a viewer. So I, I thought I think Baylor's Baylor is on the, on the right track. So uh, I uh, I I recommend as my Big Twelve favorite play would be uh, Baylor over the Ooh. seven and a half. There, oh, that's okay, that's going to be my favorite one in Matt's the in the league. That. Okay, so yeah, all right, interesting. So, again, we'll. Uh, We'll we'll track these and uh, we'll we'll show you each uh, each week leading up to the season uh, what we all decided as our top play out of each league. Uh, next team we're going to talk about uh, the Texas Longhorns. Uh, very uh, we know uh, the Basingers who are watchers of the show and friends of the show. Uh, they're big uh, UT supporters. I'm not sure if you talk to to them at all, Coach, about what they think about the uh, Horns this year, but uh, you know, with Sark in his second year, uh, I think people were expecting some big things out of them. Yeah, I mean, obviously the the Bays are very partial. Uh, you know, everything they own is... Uh, burnt orange. Burnt orange, <laughs> yes. I, I, he actually had a truck that was burnt orange. Uh, is that has uh, all the license plates, all their gear. No matter where they go, they're in Texas gear, so... You know, and, and they're usually pretty honest about uh, right. about it, the, their, their expectations, and I think they... They they say they're going to be good, but again, you know, I look at their schedule, and I I see them. I like Texas under that total a little bit, under the eight total. I I know Bay will probably yeah. not be happy with me, but I I look at their schedule, and it's, you know, they got a pretty they got a pretty tough road schedule. They got to go to Texas Tech. They got to go to Oklahoma State. Yeah, they, I, got, they get that Alabama game game two also. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then they got to go to Kansas State, which Luke, you're a you're you're one of you guys are on Kansas yeah, State. Yes. Yeah, Luke, we'll yes. talk about that. So I so I I don't know. I don't think that. And for, first of all, folks, always re- remember everybody plays twelve games. So if you're talking, you know, if you're talking eight or nine wins, you're you're losing. You have to lose three or four. Obviously, I mean that's that's. Uh, elementary to say but i'm just saying some people might think that every some teams might play 11 games some everybody plays 12 i believe everybody yeah and and be sure and check your your house rules on those two um a lot of times people get confused about the conference championship games and those be sure you read where you're betting if it's regular season wins so look for that because the conference championship is normally not going to be considered regular season. I have seen some offshore books that do include that. So be sure, back to the house rules thing. You know, you, yeah. if you have Oklahoma or Baylor and they're in that 
conference championship game and you think that put you over, uh, you know, you're going to have to check because you probably didn't. Yeah, you need it, to win those in the regular season by the 12 scheduled games that you just mentioned. Mark. Correct. And here's a, here's an interesting fact about Texas. Eight out of the last nine seasons, they've been under their win total. Eight out of the last nine. So unless yeah. that trend changes, uh, I like Texas. To, I don't think Texas is going to be bad. Right. I just don't see them winning nine games this year. Right. I, I agree. I went through the schedule a couple of times. Um, I came up with six and seven wins each yeah. time. Uh, they, I mean, their their schedule, like Mark said, is not easy. I mean, they got Louisiana Monroe. They'll win that game, and then they play Alabama, and then they play a team, uh, UT San Antonio, who's probably the best team in their conference, and they're they're well coached, and they got a lot of upperclassmen. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to beat Texas, but they could hang around in that game. Um, they were ranked for a yeah, while yeah. Last they year. had a great season. The Roadrunners last year. They were they were first time program history. They were they were great uh, for them. That was it was huge. So I expect that game to be a little closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you talk about just the rivalry game with Oklahoma. That's really tough. And then we can't forget. I don't, I don't even want to bring this up, but they they lost the home to Kansas last yes, year. I mean yes. that's that's. I mean got handled. Yeah, so anyway, um, I, I think there's a lot of talent at Texas. In in my opinion, uh, this is just my opinion, but I think it, college football is actually better when Texas is good. Yes. Uh, it, it, they're, they're such a huge following, and uh, it really is exciting when, when the Longhorns are good. So, Luke, what do you think about the Horns? Uh, I think they'll push here. I think they'll finish 8-4. and four. I believe in the offense with Quinn Ewers transferring over from Ohio State. He, we yeah. forget about him. He was the highest-rated highest, rated, highest rated quarterback ever out of high school. Uh, he's got Xavier Worthy a throw to and Bijan Robinson, who's a Heisman yes, hopeful. Yes, Bijan um, Robinson's legit. But really this, good. this defense, uh, just no. <laughs> yeah, too many holes. Bad. Yeah, they got to they got to come up with some answers on defense. It's going to be like USC. They're going to have to put sixty up to win every week. Yeah, and they, I think they were they are five and seven against the spread last year. I, I expect a similar type season, uh, middle of the pack. Uh, I, I agree with yeah. Luke. I think they could. I think the best they get get to is about eight. Yeah, I, I would say. So. I, I agree with that. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to bet it. But I, if yeah, I were yeah, no. To, I, I, I'm not either because the talent is there yeah. enough that you that, you know they yes. they catch lightning they could knock some people off and make some noise and they got yeah. good players so you know yes um, I think the Longhorns will be somebody that probably you know a year from now we're talking about them they, we should be talking about them and them in Oklahoma to be the top two teams in the league I would ex- I would expect uh, next team discuss uh, TCU now it's it's crazy TCU and. I can't remember the last time I looked at this team and Gary Patterson wasn't the coach. Right, right. It's, I think he was there for 17, 18 years. So it's really, really strange to see. Uh, but uh, Sonny Dykes, a uh, legendary coach in his own right, he's been around uh, a lot of schools in Texas throughout his career. So he he's he's proven. He's, he's doing a good job uh, recruiting-wise from what I've read. So uh, any thoughts on TCU from you guys? Uh, how do you think the Horn Frogs shape, shape up against uh, the six-and-a-half uh, total wins? Luke, your feelings? Um, I'm going to take them under just because I don't know I don't know enough about them yet with uh, Suddy Dykes coming in. Um, I mean, just I don't know. I just they're going to lose some games with a new coach and all that. I, I like them under. Yeah, no, and I, I just looked at my notes. Dude. Gary Patterson was there 21 seasons. 21 yeah. seasons. <laughs> yeah, so and, and they were sort of an enigma for me betting yeah. throughout the years. They were very difficult for hard me to, to get bet. a read on. weren't Hard they? to get a read on. You yep. just couldn't figure them out. And again, I, I don't uh, I don't know as much about them as I usually do. Um, this year, I, I do look at their schedule, and I don't see them winning. I, I can't see them winning seven games. I, I maybe yeah. maybe six. I, I came up with five on my, yeah. when I went through it. Um, but again, you're going to have some coin flip games. Maybe they're a little better than we expect, and they and they and you know they knock off SMU or West Virginia on the road. I don't. That's what they're going to need to do, I think, yes. to get over the total because 
they 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 do have some uh, some of their more difficult games, I guess, at home. But I, I don't know. It, it's this league. It, there's a lot. Once you get past the top couple teams, uh, yes. I kind of have these Kansas toss. State TCU. Yes. Although I do like Kansas State a little better, but kind of on the same level. Yes, it's, absolutely. You guys, are, you guys remember Taj Boyd? Who went I do. There? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. So. The next team, Luke, you got any thoughts on TCU? Uh, under, just, no. Yeah, under. Yeah, Coach, just, you going uh, under would, or I, sit I, that I, one out? I, I would probably play it under, but yeah. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it either. I just don't know enough about the team. they got too many new dynamics with uh, Sonny Dykes coming in. I mean, he's he's been a good coach, but it, this is the big time now. So It'll uh, take him a couple of years. Tough league. In, uh, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on the Horned Frogs. Uh, nothing, nothing major out of any of us here on them. Uh, next team to talk about, K-State. Luke, lead us off with them because I know you're – you kind of are high on them, aren't you? Deuce Vaughn. Uh, yes. Deuce Vaughn is, uh, I actually saw something today. He's projected to be the second leading rusher in the country behind uh, Central Michigan's running back. Uh, I really like Kansas State over six and a half. Um, they were decent last year, and I just think, I don't know, I just Adrian Martinez from Nebraska transferring, he wasn't bad. Or, yeah, change uh, the scenery I yeah. think will do him really, yeah, he's really not, good. He, he has the potential to be a good quarterback, and I, I like the duo of uh, Martinez and uh, Deuce Vaughn. I think, I think they'll get the win total easy, actually. Yeah, I I had them uh, marked for seven wins at the least. Uh, I I would recommend them over the total two. Um, I'm I'm not going to say it's my strong play, but I but I do like that. Coach, what do you think? Yes, I, I like that over too. I, I like Kansas State over. I think they'll I, their schedule is is not too bad. Um, they'll probably start out three and zero, and then they have to go to Oklahoma, right. which will be tough. They get Texas Tech at home. Right, uh, that's a winnable game for them. Then they go to Iowa State. Then they go to TCU, and that'll be you know yeah. that's that's going to be just like we awesome. were saying. Like I, I I put down lines, but I thought these lines would be on these games, and I had to pick at Iowa State, pick at TCU, pick at Oak State. But yeah. I think Oak State actually at home that might be a pick, but probably Oklahoma State will end up being laying points in that game. I would expect, but yes. you never know. K State they could start out the season four and one. I mean, and when they go to Iowa State, you know they have those three games they should win at the beginning. Like you said, Coach Oklahoma, and then uh, Tech at home. So. Uh, that'd be a team I would I would I think that Chris Kleiman I think is the coach yeah he, yes I yes. think he's uh I think he's pretty good um, I I kind of saw some signs like uh, I was saying out, out of Baylor that I thought Kansas State was a pretty decent cover team last year they they just seemed to yes. hang in games yes. you know they yeah. they just I, I don't know for whatever reason it seemed like if I was against or. Uh, on them or against them, they were always it was always right around the right, right around the cover number e- yes. either way. So um, I, I I would expect an improvement from uh, from the boys in Manhattan this year. All right, up next the Mountaineers. Yes, Joe, what do you think about the Mountaineers? Let's get your take. Being a homebred Mountaineer, yeah, you're you're asking the wrong guy here. <laughs> hey, here's what I'll ask I, you: What was the name of the Mountaineer this year? You guys met her. You don't remember. <laughs> I'll, Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on I'll, the spot. Yeah, well, I'm going to ad-lib my voice in there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll okay. think of it. I'll yeah. think of it. Coach okay. will get it eventually. Yeah, Jared, yeah. do you remember? No. Damn, you guys. She, <laughs> she, ended up, she, ended up being, she ended up really being cool. She yeah. was really That's neat. She shot yeah. off the gun. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty cool. I she, actually saw her at that. I think she was at that TBT game last night. I saw. I thought I saw her in the background. Yeah, for Best Virginia, I thought. It, but. it is amazing how many events she she uh, attends. Yeah, I, I, she has a scheduler, obviously, because yeah. she couldn't do it. And well, she's she's uh, she's always on the go. Every 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 home, what was it? Every home basketball, football, baseball 
Um, yeah, right, I, I think all the sports at home, she's at all the games. Yeah, yeah shout out to all those people that do. Mary do, Roush. There you Mary go, Mary. Roush. Yeah, yes. so good job, Mary, and all those people that, that do that mascot work. Uh, I got a lot of respect for those people. That is not an easy job to do. Our, our own soup here was a uh, was a mascot for several different companies or schools. Uh, so it's it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, those people work their butts off just like the players. Yeah, so. we had a fun uh, we had a fun interview with Mary. And once we get uh, once we get the uh, permission from West Virginia University to release that, that'll be coming out too. That you'll be able to hear our interview with uh, Mary Rouse. Some really cool stuff about her hometown and cool. the things she does and what she had to do to to become the Mountaineer. And she's only the third female Mountaineer in the history of. Uh, 80 years i believe wow. it's doing that so Pretty anyway cool. yeah yeah that was cool and uh but the mountaineers um i i don't know i you know picking up jt daniels obviously was yeah. was hopefully good much needed upgrade at quarterback so yes got that yes and and i i think he's got some receivers he um obviously got a uh a transfer from from clemson Yep. Uh, J, uh, Lynn J. Dixon. I think yeah. he actually he got kicked out of West Virginia. If I'm not Already? mistaken, yes, I'm pretty positive. <laughs> All right, Lynn oh, J. really? Yeah, yes. I did not. I did not. Oh, see there that. you go. Yeah. See, Luke. Uh-huh. Good breaking news with Luke. Lynn J. Dixon, former cool. Clemson running back. He was like a five star out of high school. And he yeah. went there. And, uh, he played for Dabba, but he he couldn't stay out of trouble at, at Clemson, and then came right. to West no. Virginia, and then had immediate problems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good. Good. Uh, <laughs> good update there. Uh, yeah. But Luke, J- JT Daniels, though, and I think Graham Harrell is he going to be the O coordinator for the Mountaineers this year? I believe. Yes. He's, yes. He's, he's experienced and he's he's run pretty good high tempo offenses. So you would expect them because they did struggle to score last year, oh, Coach. Man. Remember oh, some man. of those Jeez, games? Jared Baker overs. Yeah. Where's he at? Bowling Green now? Yeah, I believe so. And and and, and I think Neil Brown. Uh, you know, he's a likable guy. Yes. Good guy, but I think he's. Yeah, he's got to be a little bit on a hot seat. I feel bad for him if something does happen because yeah. he is a really good guy, and uh, I hope that they do well. But I'm not banking on them. Uh, you look at their schedule, and boy, if you can if you can squeeze out six wins there, uh, I, I think it'd be a uh, I think yeah. it's the best they can do. To I, be honest with you, that's what I had six, and I, I'm. For those of you who don't know me well, uh, I'm not a Mountaineer fan at all. So, uh, but I do respect Neil Brown. I thought he, you know, he'd said all the right things when he came to West Virginia. It's not an easy place to coach. Uh, it's not an easy place to get accepted by the fans, and I think he's done that. And I think uh, this is a make or break year for him, though. I think he really needs to try to put together a decent season. I, I went through the schedule. I came up with six, uh, yeah. even with with JT Daniels. Luke, what are you, what are you seeing? Um, I think they'll actually get it. I think they'll beat Pitt and Vodtech. I love them against Pitt. I, yeah, I, I do think too. they'll beat. I think they'll beat both of them. Uh, I'm not sold on JT Daniels. Uh, I wasn't sold on him in Georgia. Right. Also with uh, just Stenson Ben starting over him, he was a uh, he was a walk on. So <laughs> yeah, and uh, JT good. Daniels was a five star out of high school. But uh, no, I, I think the, I think they'll get the win total because it's low. But uh, right. I'm not sold on the Mountaineers. I, I thought their beginning of the season, I think you could see some momentum and some yeah. excitement. I think they could start out 4-0. I, yeah. I know it's not going to be easy at Pitt, at VT, but Virginia Tech's not what they once were, and Pitt uh, has got a lot of holes to replace, and then that, uh, whatever the hell the new field's called, not Heinz Field anymore, but Arca- uh, Arca- yeah, the, yeah, the, like the insurance agency. But uh, I, I think there, there'll be more Mountaineer fans there. Uh, I agree. I think they'll rock that place, and uh, I, I expect them to win that game outright. Obviously, the, the, those Pitt and Virginia Tech, Luke, as you say, I think those are the two critical games to determine if they're going to get over the win total. Obviously, I mean, you know, if they, you know, I think people were expecting them to lose. Both of those games, I believe they're going to be uh, underdogs in 
probably eight, maybe eight of their yeah. 12. Yeah, I, when I went through the lines, I thought maybe at home against TCU they could possibly be a slight favorite or, or a pick in that game. Um, the Virginia Tech one will be close. Uh, Virginia Tech will probably be laying a couple just because of Lane Stadium. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they, they literally could be a dog in almost every game except for maybe one or two. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas, yeah. Kansas, Kansas obviously, in Towson. I mean, they're going to be Well, and in Kansas State at home, that'll right. be, that'll be that should, fairly close. Yeah, that should be, that's going to be less than a field goal either way, yeah. most likely. So, so. I think, uh, as you guys said, Pitt and Virginia Tech, if they if they if they can be three and one or maybe four and zero, oh, which yeah. I doubt that's going to happen, but if they could be three and, and one, they could reach that win total of and, six. And they have, yeah, you mentioned the Kansas State game, but they have games like they could beat Texas Tech on the road, and they can beat Iowa State on the road. Now, they have not played well in Ames, Iowa. I do know that no, they, they have haven't. really really struggled, even when they had good teams. But Iowa State, uh, to me, that's another team we can talk about here in a moment. If you, if you guys don't have anything else to talk about with the Mountaineers, but yeah. I'm, 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 I would lean, I would lean to the over, yes, uh, I lean to the over I, a little bit. And Luke, I'm with you, Le- lean if they, and I like them against, I already bet them yes. actually, I already bet them against Pitt. What number did you? Six and a half. Six and a half, okay. Yeah, and I bet them early, and I think it's Yeah, it's, it's up to seven now, yeah, most yeah. places. Uh, yeah. yeah, keep an eye out there if you guys like the Mountaineers, get on the, as soon as you start seeing seven or seven and a halfs pop, uh, you know, uh, try to get that if you can, um, and, and. And if you can find five and a half on the win total, um, we, we recommend – Luke, what do you think? Do you think they can get over five and a half? I do. I okay. do. Okay. So we're all kind of in sync on that. We don't love it, but we think they should be able to get to six, Yes, uh, it seems like. So we got three more teams to talk about here in the Big 12s. In, in any of those, I, I real quick, I just want to touch on Iowa State. We don't have to go in-depth on too much, but uh, – I felt like Iowa State's year to win last yes, was last year. I agree, and uh, I I think Matt Campbell's feeling some serious pressure right now. It was a really bad season for them, and uh, their their cupboard is kind of bare. They lost a lot of upperclassmen. Yes. Uh, it, I was never a believer in them anyway last year, and I'm even less of a believer uh, this I year. Agree. Uh, I agree. I'm, I'm I'm way down on Iowa State. I agree 100 percent with that. I, I'm, I'm um, losing Purdy and Brees Hall. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, down on them. But I do believe Matt Campbell is a good coach. I, I I do too. I just think last year was serious disappointment. He needs to show something and bounce back heavy yeah. this year. If I if I was to bet that, I would take them under the total. Yes. I would take Iowa State. Yeah, they're around six and a half, I believe. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, I think and it's, it's plus exactly. money. Under under's the plus money. <laughs> yeah, go go for it. Get in, lock in on that plus money. Um, and you guys got any thoughts? Obviously, uh, Kansas is yeah. a, is a favorite and, of the pine I, room. And I'm going to be honest, and this is going to be a weird play because Nick and or Nick and my buddy Nick and I were were. We're some for some odd reason we became adopted Jayhawk adopted fans, Jayhawk yeah. fans. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise Nick uh, with a couple of uh, Jayhawk uh, souvenirs this year. But uh, I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play them over their win total. I, I think it. And um, you're seeing two and a half. Yes, okay. I think their coach is very good. They did not. They were in a lot of games last year. They weren't. They weren't like as bad as. Oh, yeah. Their record. They I mean, got that big win against Texas. I mean, they they, I, they showed some signs. You're right. And now, if you look down their schedule, it's not. It's not. Obviously, they should beat Tennessee Tech. I mean, they but, should beat Duke. Yeah, right. So there's two. If they can, you know, if they can. Well, they get Iowa State at home, where I was just talking about. I'm not right. high on them. TCU. TCU at home. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah. Then they got Oklahoma State and Texas at home. Texas is going to be one payback, but that's no guarantee. And, I don't know. They could probably win a game at and, Texas Tech. I don't. So they're going to – they're gonna, and, you know, at West Virginia, who knows? I mean, who knows how right. West Virginia is right. going to be. So I, I that's going to be my big 12 – play oh. of, play of the play oh. of the year. Oh my. Okay, my over uh under total and Jarrett's Jarrett's over there. He's shaking nah, his head. I nah, don't know. Nah. 
Jayhawks flying over. Now, now I'm sending this out to my buddy Nick. Nick, I'm I'm playing this this total over two and a half, and we'll be rooting and doing the Jayhawk chop every every week. <laughs> hey, uh, I I want to say that I remember Nick saying that he bet the Jayhawks to win the Big Twelve. Also, <laughs> you're not going to go that far, are you, Coach? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I think three hundred to one. So <laughs> if you like like that, throw five dollars on it. Then you can hedge out of it. When, uh, Nick, yeah, uh, but Nick makes some incredibly crazy wagers. Yeah. That that one might be the yeah, craziest one. He believes. He believes. Luke, so, what do you think about the the Jayhawks? Um, come uh, on, Luke, get with us. I could if they they're going to beat Tennessee Tech, but I could also see them as Kansas just dropping that game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, it, I don't think Houston's anything special this year. They're not as good. And no. is it hard to play at Houston? I mean, and they're going to be getting about seventeen points in that game, probably. Houston's Dana Holgerson is expected to be very good. I don't see it, but anyway, uh, I, I had Kansas at two, which with five hinge games, though they could easily. So I, I, if I was going to recommend, I would play over because. I feel like they have two guaranteed wins. All they need to do is win one win more one, game. One more. One more. Of, one and more and we saw last year how unpredictable this league is. Yes. And it's not good enough, the league all the way down through the conference, that, that you're saying, oh, there's so many games they can't win. I, I, I'd give them a chance in at least five more games. So, yes. Anyway, I would I would recommend the over two and a half I as well. Think, I think they'll beat Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech is the worst team actually in the Big 12. Yeah, no, I, and that's where we were we're going to go next. That's the last team we haven't talked about. I, I do. I they they kind of were a mess last year. They had coaching issues. I mean, they've had a lot of pro- program pro- uh, program problems. So I I don't see much out of Texas Tech at all. Uh, they, I agree, Luke. I would say if I had to pick team to finish last, it would probably be them. I'm with you. I'm with you guys on them. Jarrett, what's your Big Twelve over under pick? Kansas. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Jarrett's on the uh, Jayhawks. Mountaineers over. Jarrett says Mountaineers yep. over. All right, so let's uh, let's recap our. I, I like Baylor. I like Baylor over their uh, win total. I also would consider um, if you find a good enough number out there, take a little shot of Baylor to win the uh, Big Twelve. I think they can get to the championship game again this year. So um, I like those two. Uh, Coach, you're uh, you're I'm, a Jayhawk. I'm on. I'm on the Jayhawks. I'm on the Jayhawks. Uh over over uh, two and a half, and a half yep. wins. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to ride them. And Luke, you're on K State Wildcats. On, on that's Kansas your best State, one. That's my over. Okay, over, so over, over six, six and a half. half. Okay, yes. all right. Th- so those are our Big Twelve plays. Uh, we're going to take a break here and then uh, talk some NFL with the AFC West here on Better's Last Stand. <laughs> This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activity should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. All right, welcome back to Better's Last Stand, Episode 2. We're going to talk a little NFL. AFC West is our main focus today. We did the NFC West last week. Um, We just highlighting the the plays. And again, we're going to put these up on social. And I'm going to try to have some tracking sheets and things like that that people can see them if they don't remember them or uh, catch the show uh, every time or whatever when we're giving them out. But uh, I liked, uh, for my NFC West play last week, I was very big on Elijah Mitchell, the running back for the 49ers. To go over his rushing total, should be around 900 yards or so. I saw a couple 895s out there, too. So 
take a look around for that. I also thought maybe throw a few bucks on him to lead the league in rushing was a decent play. So, uh, Coach, what, what was your play last? So week? you're gonna you're gonna if you're in a fantasy league, you're gonna take Elijah. Uh, I like him a lot as so, soon yeah. as you can get him. Yes, absolutely. That's under the radar because yeah. now guys will be listening. They're gonna steal him from you. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you. I already the, know that. That always happens. Maybe you'll get the first pick. No, if you had a third pick, you, you'll oh, think yeah. you get somebody. I right gotta ahead. figure out. I'm gonna keep this year. Uh, yeah. Oh well, we'll fantasy. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we're gonna talk fan a little fantasy uh, later on uh, in one of the episodes. But I I took the uh, Cardinals um, under their win total, which I believe was nine. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play them under their win total. Uh, I don't think they're gonna be as ever- good as everybody says they're gonna be. Kyler Murray with the big contract. Uh, you know, we talked about him last week. I don't I don't, I don't see him being the superstar that, yeah. that consistently that everybody's uh, making him out to be. Yeah. So I like the Cardinals under their win total of nine. I agree with that one. Uh, uh, I had Seattle over oh, yeah. five and a half. Uh, I like them a lot. Seahawks. Pete Carroll. Yes. And hopefully you don't have to use Geno Smith. Or your bet will be <laughs> up in flames quick. Go Mountaineers. <laughs> yeah, Geno. Uh, anyway, let's get back to uh, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, AFC West. Uh, this division, I, I just reading through this stuff for these teams, I – this is a really tough division. I mean, these are great teams here. Uh, I'm, you know, some of them, one of them might turn out to suck with injuries and stuff. But uh, on paper, every one of these teams you could probably make a case for. Um, I would say the least likely winner would be maybe Denver or, o- or uh, I almost said Oakland, but uh, yeah. Vegas. But yeah. I mean, I just I don't know if anything goes wrong for any of these teams. The Chiefs are replacing a bunch. They, they lose Hill. I mean, yeah. so many things going on in this division. And uh, we're going to talk about the uh, Broncos first. They obviously had the big offseason acquisition of Russell Wilson, which immediately makes him a contender. Uh, you, you know, like him or not, uh, he makes plays. Uh, he, he keeps the team in games. Uh, he he had a lot of good times and bad times in Seattle. It was probably time for him to get out of there. I bet he's re, uh, reinvigorated to play this year. So uh, what, what are you guys thinking about Denver? Uh, right now they're probably around 10, yeah. even is what I have their win total at for the season. I don't know. Uh, I I'll leave it up to you guys to decide first because I, I think it's tough. Uh, and they were seven and ten last year, um, but uh, as you said, they added Russell. If they can run the football, I think that's going to be right. huge for them. Obviously, it's huge for every team, but I think if they can run the football, I think that would make him uh, obviously very, very, um, very good. He's got good receivers. I, I, very good. I, yeah, yeah, he's got a, a good receiving core. So if, uh, I think if they can run the football, and they have uh, who Luke Javante Williams yes. and is Melvin Gordon yes. back with them. Yes. Yes. So I, I look; those two guys each had two hundred three carries last year on yeah. the dot, and each went over for nine hundred yards. So I thought it was an interesting pair in the backfield. I mean, Gordon's getting a little old, but he still steals touchdowns. <laughs> so what do, what do you think, Luke? Um, I'm under heavy under on this team. Okay, uh, I think Russ just not having that tight end presence, like he had Noah Fant. Um. Yeah, I'm losing their best. I think uh, Fant was their best player on offense, and losing Von Miller on their best player on defense. Yeah. yeah. Um. Really, I like the under on this team a lot. Those those are big losses. I had those highlighted too. I, and Coach mentioned Von Miller last week. Um. In a big game, a guy like that, you know, you just you just never know. He could he could rise up and make the play of the game. You know, Super Bowl MVP, he, which he was. Uh. You, you know, you 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 kind of think, well, he's getting old now, and he doesn't have anything left. But yeah, I agree. I think when they traded him last year. And you know that was a huge acquisition for the Rams. Maybe yes. maybe made a you know a winning difference for them. But uh, yeah, I I can see where you're coming from, Luke. I I had down that I thought they could win six for sure. But there's a bunch of these games in this West Division that are just going to be three point games. I mean, just looking ahead at some of these lines in these yeah. in these games between these four teams, if you can get three and a halfs on 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 the dogs in these games, I mean, 
take it. If you can get a six and a half ever, if one of them's laying out, I mean, I would be jumping on those and I would think about that strategy when you're going into this, especially early in the season. You got, you got, you got teams here that have quality quarterback play, dangerous weapons. Um, I, I like for the Broncos as far as their team goes, but a, a bet that I like in the division, um, Jerry Judy. I think he's really good. I think he runs really good routes. And I think with Russell Wilson, he could have a breakout season. I would look for him uh, over his uh, yardage total of 900 uh, and, and a half yards. Um, so I, that's a that's a play that I like a lot in this in this division. Um, right now, that you can get Denver. Uh, I think they're about 16 to one for the Super Bowl, eight to one in the AFC, and about three three to one to win the West. Uh, any any closing thoughts anything you guys like player wise or I've always liked Russell Wilson I thought he was I thought he was very very good in college yes I thought uh, I thought he was really good at Seattle um, especially the first couple of years I think he's a gamer he's a first class dude too I really like him yeah. so I think I think they, that he could be a big big difference maker for oh them. absolutely I, I think a, a big difference maker and uh, that 10 wins that's going to be probably right around what uh, yeah. you're looking at their schedule. Yeah, um, they've got some uh, some winnable non-conference games. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the Jacksonville, uh, yeah, Jacksonville, Houston, the Jets. Yes, so Carolina. Those, I yes. mean, those are games they can win. I mean, they go to Seattle. That's Luke Westman. What do you think? How that game's going to turn out? Yeah, that's they, that's the big one. I know. I uh, first game him back there. Yeah, Oof, man. And they're 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 going to be laying points. I think they're laying a field goal up there, three and a half maybe something like I that. I think so. Yeah. I like the. Uh, I think they'll, uh, they'll they'll be a sack team this year with uh, Randy Gregory and uh, Bradley Chubb. Uh, yeah. I like both of them. Um, yeah. I think they'll be they'll have a well, lot of sacks. Their defense. The ends. Remember they they pushed the Chiefs to the wire late in the year last year with one of those games. I mean Drew Locke just couldn't make enough plays <laughs> to win the game. But you know, like Coach said, Wilson is legitimately one of the yeah. better quarterbacks in the yes. league. Uh, he I mean he he brings it, and uh, I, I do. I think Denver. Could be one of those teams. I mean, if you really, really like Denver, jump on them. But uh, for us, it, it's it's tough. I mean, they're going to be right around that win total, and just it's just going to take a couple breaks, yeah. you know, to put it over or under. And you know that you could say that about every team that we're going to yeah. talk about. Yeah, I'm staying away from them. Yeah, I'm no, gonna, I, I would too. I, the only one that I would say is I do like Jerry Judy. Uh, so he's another guy you guys can steal from me in fantasy for those yeah. of you that watch <laughs> that are in the leagues that I'm in. So yeah. yeah. Uh, on to the Chiefs. Uh, obviously, they're, they've been the hottest team in this division the last few years with the Super Bowl runs. And, uh, you know, last year they get a game they just gave away, really, in my opinion, against Cincinnati. But, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to, to, to criticize them, but they got a lot of holes on offense now. Uh, and they still got Mahomes and Kelsey, and that's enough for most teams for, you know, offensively. But losing Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, last year he had 111 catches and, uh, you know, almost 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns. So, uh, tough, tough to replace that. Yeah, I mean, they picked up uh, Valdez Scantling and uh, yeah, and Juju, Juju Smith. yeah, Soup's boy Juju. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a Juju no, guy. I think I don't like you were saying. Russell Wilson's a gamer. I think Juju's a, just a loser. What do you think? Um, Luke? just because he was a stealer. Because he went to SC. Yeah. He, <laughs> at first, he at first when he got there, he looked like he was going to be like a, well, a, a Hall of Fame. When he uh, had AB with him, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but a uh, fantasy guy that I will give you guys this year, Sky Moore. I love oh, him he's this year. Great player. I yes. had him down too. North Dakota. I'm like North Dakota. Um, Central. Shoot, I had him. I had him written down. Western Michigan. I knew oh, it was yeah, one of the Western max schools. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, Sky Moore. Serious talent. It all will depend on how he can get off to the start and him and Mahomes developing that chemistry. I agree. He could have a breakout year. Uh, may take him a few weeks to get going, but uh, I would say out of those receivers, I'm the most excited about him too yeah. because uh, Scantling could, could – I mean, he, he has stone hands sometimes. Yes. I mean, 
Remember some of those games we we would have the Packers or over, and he'd drop a, an 80-yard bomb right in his hands? Uh, <laughs> a lot of speed on that team. Yeah, like. you know, he, he doesn't. And Nicole Hardman, who a guy who I loved out of college, he's just never turned into a great player. I like him. He's fast. He yeah. can make plays, but he's he's just never been a great receiver, route runner, whatever. Uh, but I I think uh, from from a uh, player standpoint, and in these this division, I found it so hard to pick over win totals at the ten and a half or the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, you, you can make it, but you can't make a strong case. One thing goes wrong for them, or their receivers don't turn out. Mahomes gets hurt, and, and it, it's an under. But I thought uh, it seems like an easy play, but it won't be. Uh, just Travis Kelsey's volume, you would figure, especially in the early games with this new receiving core, he's, his volume is going to go up even higher. So I do like him. His yardage and his receptions over for the season. And I, I, I I'm going to play the over the total in their in their their games like over okay. the, over their point total right. i think their defense struggles their secondary right. is is not very good at right. all and they lost honey badger yes yeah, a big uh, loss so yeah. they they could they could uh give up a lot of points but obviously with mahomes and you know the i know you're not sold on the receivers but i still think they'll they could score. develop i mean they... yeah they'll still score some points so i i Luke, I look at them to be uh, uh, over those uh, probably 52s, 53s. Uh, yeah, probably going to have a lot of those. Yeah, in the, 50, in the low 50s. So I'm I'm, I'm going to look to play the Chiefs over their, their total a lot uh, each yeah, week. Yeah, in their game lines each yes, week. Yeah, yes. I, I agree. I, I think the uh, – I don't think you can ever discredit Mahomes enough. I mean, he can carry a team. He's, he's legitimately that good. His talent is something we haven't seen in the NFL in a long time or ever, probably. So, Luke, what do you think? I like they're over, and yeah. just because it's the Chiefs and it's Mahomes. Yeah, um, and Andy, Andy Reid's a good coach. I mean, Losing the Honey Badger, but they did pick up Eric Reid in that position, who I like out of Houston. You yep. just didn't hear about him a lot because right. he was at Houston. But yep. uh, secondary's got issues. They got yes. Chris Jones at the DT, who's one of the best in the league. Uh, defenses can be an issue. Yeah, but, they, I mean, and they drafted that McDuffie kid in the first round. Was he a first-round pick? I think, yeah, I Washington, he he's supposedly going to be good, but they're going to need him to be good because yeah. uh, you know these teams like the Chiefs, if they can get one or two rookies to pan out, yes. then they're that's a huge help for them because you know they're not they're not able they're not able to get guys as free agency as much as some of the other teams. Their O line is unbelievable, though. It's a major upgrade. Yeah, I, yes. I agree. So then they needed it after the Super Bowl two years yes. ago when they when he ran for his life every play. But uh, yeah. yeah, no. So Chiefs, uh, I like Kelsey's. Uh, I think he'll he'll rack up the catches and yards. Co- Coach likes the uh, the game totals yes. over each week. I think it's a great play. Now Luke's uh, pretty good with the uh, over on the wins at ten and a half. So I, I can agree with all that stuff. I I, I think uh, there's a good case to be made for for everything we like in, uh, yeah. for the Chiefs. But yep. Uh, you never know how it's going to shake out. One injury can derail everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, on to uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, people were excited about this team. I mean, they bring Devontae Adams in, reunite him with Carr. Uh, I mean, it's it's again. Where do you, where how, how do you narrow these teams down in this division? Yeah. It's just everywhere you look. You got you got quality. You got Josh McDaniels taking over as the coach. How he how is he going to do again? Uh, he didn't do very well the first time in Denver. Uh, opening thoughts on 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 the Raiders guys. Strong running game. I like the running game. Josh uh, Jacobs. Josh Jacobs yes. is a is a bull. He's he's and he's also in a contract year, which I had written down, which is also a key thing. Guys yes. usually perform well during those. Yes, so I think they'll be able to run the football, and I think Derek Carr is really good. I think I he's too. really good. Nad and Devontae Adams. They they could be a sleeper in that that division. Yeah, I, look at those weapons they got. I God. like that. I like their win total over. I think they'll be over uh, eight and a half. Half wins. Uh, yep. I like that a lot. There's an outside shot. I don't know how it would break down mathematically, but you you could make a case that almost all these teams will have a winning record in this division. Yeah. But I mean, it will be tough. Likely not to happen, but 
I mean, Luke, what do you think? I mean, look at the weapons they got. Jeez. I know. I like them over a lot. I think Darren, the Darren Waller is going to have a really big year this yeah, year. Yeah, and then Renfro had a breakout yes. year last year. And then you got, uh, like we just said, Jacobs and Devontae Adams. I mean, my Chandler goodness. Jones on the defensive right, side right. of the ball, y- too. Huge, huge acquisition. But uh, O-line, Rich, uh, Richie Incognito just retired the other day. <laughs> that nut. <laughs> he seems like a guy that Job would like. He, Richie Incognito. Yeah. He's a little, uh, he's, he's right. <laughs> He's, a little crazy at parties. Yeah, he's had his, his share of issues. Yeah, um, and Job, uh, your boy uh, Donald Penn no longer with the Raiders. Uh, I know that hurts you, but you are a Raiders fan still, correct? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Well, right. you just got a you just got yeah. a new shirt. I got yeah. my new shirt. Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, go Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, they could beat Tuscan Raiders out in the desert where they play. Yeah, so. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Raiders to me, I went through their schedule. I could come up with anywhere between seven and nine wins for them. Yeah. Um, they're not a terrible sh- uh, a bet. I mean, they're they're almost seven to one to win the division. I mean, they're, it that's could not, happen. That, that's not, not a bad bet. That's, yeah. that would be worth throwing a few dollars on for them to win that division. Yeah. Uh, again, obviously injuries are a major factor. Uh, a break here or there uh, are obviously major factors. But I like them to go over their win total and and be in the hunt for that division. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, and and the excitement's real there. I mean, they're. Their home yes. field advantage. Although a lot of people say the other team travels just as well to Vegas because it's a destination city. Well, but, that's true, but I think people will rally behind them like they did with the Golden Knights in hockey and uh, and, and kind of pack that place. I think if they if they start out well. Uh, but again, look, I mean, they start out at the Chargers. What a showdown that is. Yeah. But then they get Arizona, Tennessee, and then I mean, this is man. There's there's no holes. I mean, no. they got Houston, Jacksonville. And then they play the Steelers late in the year. I mean, I don't know. They it's, could start out zero and five. They could, or they could start out four and one. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. So I, I mean, again, we if you guys can tell people listening at home, uh, <laughs> this division is obviously very tough. So uh, I, I wouldn't be uh, betting your Christmas bonus on on this <laughs> on this division. I mean, unless you really, really have a strong opinion. But uh, yes, it's, I, I, it's difficult, and it should be a fun division. Like Coach said, high scoring games and a great quarterback play. Yep. So. Uh, speaking of great quarterbacks, uh, Justin Herbert, L.A. Chargers, Knicks Chargers. Uh, if I had to pick, I think I might take them to uh, to be the team with the highest upside here. Uh, they lost some tight games last year. Uh, Brandon Staley's got to get a little better at co- coaching. He messed up a lot with the analytical That's plays. Like, yeah, just a lot of nightmarish finishes for them. And uh, I I think the talent's there. They're they're loaded. Uh, I'm I'm a backer of the Chargers. What do you guys say? Yeah, Herbert was on my fantasy team, and he racked up the points. And I would be love to have him again. You know, he's sure. favored. I thought found this interesting. And I, I guess if I thought it through, I would know it. But he's favored to lead the league in touchdowns and passing yards. Wow. Well, so. Yeah, I, I think he's he's and they they run a wide open offense, and I think they'll he'll he'll sling it all over the place. I I like them too, Matt. I like the Chargers. I think they got a lot of upside. I think they could really, really be good. Uh, Luke, what are you thinking? I like the Chargers. I this the defense, Cleo Mack, uh, yeah. Joey Bosa, uh, yeah. JC Jackson. They acquired yeah. from the past. I was reading through their defensive starters. I mean, they got a nice defense. I mean, they 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 added some players, uh, you know, through the draft too that they they have, and they bulked up a little on their offensive line. I mean, I I think they could be really, really good. Yes, uh, it could come down to coaching, uh, and, and obviously Herbert. He looks like he could be a generational type quarterback. Uh, yes. I was extremely impressed with him last year. And, What's uh, uh, what 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 is the uh, odds on them to win the division? Uh the division I have them around plus two twenty five right now. Second okay. choice behind the Chiefs, eight to one for the AFC Super Bowl, fourteen to one in that range. And again, everybody, uh, check your books, look around for these numbers because these are going to be different depending on action. Uh, some of these teams take a lot of action. The Raiders notoriously are a very very popular public team. 
So you could find better numbers on teams based on that. You could find lower numbers on the Raiders at places that you don't you don't want to have to bet because you you definitely want to try to find the best value everywhere you look. So keep looking around for them. Uh, one note I had about the Chargers, um, Austin Eckler last year. I mean he's he's a kind of a do it all guy. He can he catches the ball a ton. He, he runs it. Uh, he's a little small. He doesn't finish off in the end zone as far as on the ground goes. But uh, I found it interesting. Twelve he had twelve touchdowns last year, and eight of them were receiving touchdowns yeah so that's another thing too when you're looking through your bets and you bet austin eckler to rush for over eight and a half touchdowns which is what his number is they're kind of trying to trick you there because remember they're rushing touchdowns so there will be a difference there if it's stated so total touchdowns is what you would want to look for if you're looking for him uh because he doesn't bang it in on the ground because he's kind of a small guy so just another just a piece of advice just look out there be sure you know what you're betting so you don't get uh, suckered into something you don't want at the end of the year. Yeah, and then uh, the week from uh, Thursday is the uh, the Hall of Fame game. So yeah. uh, that's the uh, Jags and the Raiders. So, I mean, you're probably not going to get to see much there. Maybe just a little flash of some of the uh, right. starting players. But that's that's when it kicks off. Uh, well, like Chris always says, you'll hear the, the helmets cracking. Hey, Chris <laughs> says that when the helmets start to crack, that's when we all start to get excited. So that. Uh, a week from Thursday, and then there's uh, three weeks of um, of uh, preseason, preseason yep. and then uh, uh, September 11th is the first Sunday. But September 8th is that really uh, boy, yeah, what good gonna first be a, game? Going to be a really really big matchup: the Bills and the Rams. That's 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 going to be a dandy, and we'll talk more about that as we get closer. But uh, where are you guys leaning in that game? Early the Bills. The Bills are early uh, Super Bowl favorites, yes, right? Yeah, yes, I, they are. I, I think the Bills will win that game, I, and I think they'll cover. I like the Bills. I do too. Uh, Where's like it at? Uh, that's I think it's at LA, isn't it? I think it's at the Rams. Yes, I think it's at the Rams. So yeah, I, I would lean Buffalo too. I think Buffalo. You know, they're they're a uh, just. A heartbreak away from the Super Bowl last year, or keep continuing to advance. They would yes. have played Cincinnati, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, that, that game was a great game against Kansas City last year. Those are the kind of games you want to see, and uh, you know, it didn't did not disappoint. Uh, guys, any any closing thoughts? Well, anything else? And, anything leading up this week? Uh, obviously, we have a uh, big show here for the yeah. Pine Room uh, down at River City on Friday night, seven thirty to nine uh, Italian Festival post game. Uh, come on down, hang out with us, uh, meet the crew. Uh, you know, Champ will be down there signing autographs or whatever he needs he'll, to be doing. He'll probably sing the anthem. Right. I, I told him yesterday he's learned the Italian one, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have a good time. Uh, thanks to all the people at River City, uh, everything they've done for us. Uh, thanks to Generations, who's been really, really good to us. Uh, we're going to do a lot more with them down the road. Uh, the special thanks to Luke and Matt down there. Uh, they've Again, they've treated us just fantastically. Uh uh, Duggar supporting us from the beginning. Uh, just uh, thanks to him. Uh, check out Duggar's anytime. DoorDash. Uh, we talk about it almost all the time on the podcast. Uh, the shop. Jubs hard at work. Uh, ThePineRoomShop.com. The store. Get on there. Get your Better's Last Stand stuff. Get your Pine Room podcast stuff. Lots of good stuff on there. Uh, email us here at the show if you have anything that you think we should add in. Uh, recommendations, advice, uh, things you want us to talk about, things you don't like, things you do like. You can tell us we're full of it. Uh, whatever you want to tell us, uh, just email us, contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Um, guys, it was really fun again. Yeah. And I look oh, yeah. forward to doing this uh, every week as we continue 
on towards football season. Yeah, and then Jarrett's got his um, Jarrett's got his uh, poll question. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. Jarrett's. Check us out on Instagram too, uh, Job. What's that Instagram? Uh, that's that's the at at, at the Pine Room Podcast. Podcast. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So check us out there. We we're doing a lot of stuff. Jarrett just put a video up there. Uh, we got a poll for tomorrow's show. What's uh, what's the question? This I week? think it's something with dinosaurs. I believe. Yeah, so. but you, they, whoever's going to see this, it's going to be too late. Oh, yeah. uh, well, anyway, yeah, you'll yeah. you'll you'll listen into thought, the show maybe. About I thought it was like going to be. Uh, where what's his name's buried? Where, well, that's what I thought, but then uh, Chris said maybe these young guys don't even know where he, who he was. So who, who, who was it? Jimmy Hoffa. Jim, that's right, Jimmy yeah. Hoffa. Yeah, we're yeah, going to talk so about him. He funny. was buried in the old meadowlands or something. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, a lot going on at the Pine Room. Yeah, I mean, check us lot. out on the podcast. Uh, you know, Tuesday record. We usually have it out Thursday. Job does an awesome job of that. So thanks to him again, uh, Luke and Mark. Thanks yep. again. It was yes, fun. Thank you. Uh, we'll. Uh, do it again next week. We haven't decided on what we're going to do yet uh, as far as division and conference, but we'll I'm sure we'll talk about that right after this and uh, get preparing for that next week. And uh, until then, uh, yep. hope you enjoyed uh, Better's Last Stand episode Thanks two. Thanks for watching. Yep, take care, and uh, we'll see you next week.